Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 63 of Unhelpful Advice with your host Steve and Teddy. This is a tough episode today. Tough for both of us. Teddy gives a little testimonial at the beginning. He had a death in the family. We're very sorry for the Smith family. Sorry, Teddy. I also did this episode without any dip. So I'm very upset. Teddy had a death in the family. You know, very hard on him. And I didn't have any dip. So we how we managed to get an episode out, I'll never know. Because those are two tragic things to happen. So uh, we did get into the episode, though. And we also have a hotline. Hit it up. Call in drunk or high. 540-358-1583. That is the hotline. We want drunk submissions. We want advice. If you need advice, call this show because it is unhelpful advice. We'll try to get you back on the right path. Um, so, yeah, that's coming. Uh, we want we want those coming in hot and heavy. Britney Spears is in the news. Poor girl. Hasn't seen her cut of the money in years. She's in a legal dispute with her father, who has controlled her like she was a puppet. Uh, That is going on right now. John McAfee, rich guy in a prison in Spain, kills himself, in quotations. Uh, Very strange death. Uh, There's a lot going on there. Apparently he was schwacked. Because he's got that tattooed on him. And rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you like the show. Go ahead and do that now. Get it out of the way because you're probably going to like what we're talking about. All that and more on this episode of Unhelpful Advice. Morning, Teddy. <laughs> How are you? Uh, getting better. Right. Getting better. Probably the most unexpected week of my life. Uh, had a death in the family, and probably the closest uh, person yet. Person yet. So. Dealing with that kind of uh, weird uh, story the night it happened, <clears throat> which I, I talked about. I made like a little short thing on Cryptic about it, but uh, I thought I'd just share it just because it was, uh, it was weird. So it was Tuesday, the 22nd. Uh, we got back from the little one's gymnastics class, and uh, we ate. We made dinner and ate dinner. Uh, and I thought at first it was just heartburn, 
because uh, we just finished eating. And I was like, oh, it's just heartburn. It's not, it's nothing that serious or whatever. <clears throat> and this past couple of months, I've had severe chest pain. I think we mentioned it on one of the episodes where I went to the ER. But I got medicated for it. And I haven't had chest pain like that and uh, since been, since taking it. So, after dinner, I thought it was just heartburn. So, it wouldn't go away. And it started to get a lot, lot worse. And I was like, I don't know, is this another, you know, an anxiety attack, whatever it is. Chest pain. <clears throat> so I went outside to get like fresh air to breathe and came back in laid down on the couch groaning moaning almost in tears like it was that bad it was probably the worst chest pain I've had uh ever so my dad calls and Erica notices that my phone's ringing She's like, that's weird. Why is your dad calling this late? Because it's like 9.30. <clears throat> so I'm still in pain. I was like, I'll just call him back whenever it ends. Well, then he calls me back a second time immediately. And I'm like, great, something, something's wrong. So he calls me and he's like upset. Like never heard him that upset before in my life. Anyway, he tells me that my grandfather passed away, <coughs> and right when he said that, the pain just went away in my chest, and I was like, that is, that is so strange, so he calls, says he's on his way to my grandma's, and I told him to keep me updated, and of course I get upset after the phone call, and... uh. Erica's like, you know, it's really going to freak me out if uh, if he died from, like, a heart attack. <clears throat> and I thought, Man, yeah, that'd be kind of strange. <clears throat> so the next day, uh, Dad tells me, yeah, it's like a heart attack. So then this weird feeling I get that... Uh, it's kind of strange that the chest pain I had is, it felt like I was having a heart attack. It felt like I was dying <clears throat> because we were almost at the point where I was going to go to the hospital. But then I found out and it went away instantly. And I was like, <sighs> I got freaked out and everything. And I was like, is this like a, a premonition or is it like a, a connected sign spiritually I don't know I'm still trying to figure that shit out but uh, it's, it's kind of like changed my perspective on things really because I don't know I just got a weird feeling about it I'm still kind of freaked out about but uh, yeah I just thought I would share that because it's it was weird <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah.
And I didn't really know what... I haven't really looked into premonitions much, but... What is a premonition? <clears throat> you get this sense of... Of doom before it happens. You get this feeling of doom. So it could be somebody else's impending doom, but you feel it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was like I replaced his pain because when he died, it was instant and he didn't feel anything. That could be another thing, but I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought I would share that. We can move on to something brighter. <laughs> What'd you do this week? Um, I've had a tough weekend. Uh, I went to uh, Auburn Hills and played golf against our buddy Whitlow and got my fucking ass kicked. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of put a damper on my weekend. How bad? Um, well, we were tied going through the first nine holes. Got to the tenth hole, tied that hole. I proceeded to lose six straight holes. And, uh, snapped my putter. Because <laughs> I got so angry. Yeah. <clears throat> Other than that, it's been fine. I, I ran out of dip. <laughs> I'm pretty aggravated that's that I don't ne- have dip right now. That's never fine for you? No, it's not. Um, Other than that, I'm doing great. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just, uh... Let's move on to the uh, topics I, I had for this episode. Uh, I was listening to another podcast, and it was an interesting topic. Uh, I was going to ask you, do you ever remember growing up with somebody that you were just best friends with? And all through elementary, high school, and then like after high school, you just never speak to them again or... They're just like strangers to you now. Oh, yeah. You know how weird that is? All the people you've known and met and grew up with for years. Elementary. Seven years. High school. Four, five years. Maybe even... Well, I'm not even going to count college because people go everywhere. But it's just crazy to me. And you just don't speak to them ever again. It's um, like you were just friends at school. Yeah, I got a friend uh, who I used to have in high school that I don't really work with, but he's at, you know, we work at the same place. Yeah. And we used to be real close, and then we hadn't seen each other for several years, and now we, when we see each other, it's just a big wave. Yeah. yeah. And we still have never <laughs> talked since high school, it's just a big wave. Isn't that awkward? Well, they just miss such a big portion of your life. It's yeah. just... Like, I had a buddy who... It's, it's so hard to do this without name-dropping. I know. Yeah. Because you would know the exact situations I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But I used to be real good friends in elementary school with this one guy. And... I guess I stopped talking to him in eighth grade when you kind of integrate with the other elementary school. Yeah. Um, and I've seen him recently. And I'm like, holy shit, I missed such a huge portion of this guy's life. Yeah. He's already had a kid. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm like, I just remember him from seventh grade. And it's sixth grade. 
in fifth grade. Like that's that's the only parts of him that I remember. Yeah. So it's weird, yeah. There's even friends I had that. There's we, friends that I've had two years ago that are strangers now. Oh yeah, yeah. But there's there is a there's a friend in particular that I remember that I met in kindergarten and we stayed like best buds. Only in school, really. Yeah. To 12th grade. And now it's just, we don't speak at all. It's weird that, <clears throat> like, I really didn't even hang, well, I did hang out with them after school and stuff like that, but nothing to the extent of, like, hanging out with you or uh, Bush, Smith, the whole crew or whatever. It's just weird that how uh, this one guy in particular I knew is having a kid now and I just really haven't spoke to him. Yeah. I think we know who the same person is. Because I'm related to this person. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, it's... I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. You kind of feel bad. This is a very... I don't feel bad. <laughs> I do not feel bad for not talking to some people I used to talk to. At all. It depends on who, to me. It's way more negative than positive. Or, it's way more, I'm glad I don't talk to that person more than it is, uh, I miss that person. Right. There are so many people... Well, you realize, too... That I'm just like, I'm so glad I don't talk to them, versus, oh, I miss them, I should probably reach out and just never do. Yeah. The list is longer. Yeah. Maybe I'm just thinking of this one person in particular. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I agree. Because you realize you're like... You know, I, I don't really need don't, this. I don't really need that part. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done some serious <laughs> shaving off of the yeah. off of the fringe the last few uh, years, but uh, yeah, there's not really anybody. In, nothing. There's not been a ton of people that I'm just like, yeah, I might want to reconnect with them. Right, right. That just doesn't happen. Yeah. So that was just another topic I thought of. <laughs> Just to think of all the people you've met. What about them? They're just like strangers now. Good. <laughs> I'm I'm perfectly fine with the ones I have now. <laughs> yeah. The older you get, the more uh, small of a friend group. Because the older you get, the less... Bullshit I tolerate. And the less... Uh, you trust people. Yeah, because I don't <laughs> tolerate that kind of thing anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> it's almost like uh, certain years, as I go by, I make cuts, make roster cuts. I'm like, this guy's got to go. This, this, this chick's got to go. It's just like that. So, any of my friends right now, if you act it up, if you're acting up right now, yeah, we got a roster cut <laughs> next year. Somebody's got to go. Gonna make a fresh list. You're getting the pink slip. Yeah, you're getting let go. <laughs> Best of luck in your future endeavors, because if you if you keep acting up, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all it's almost like I have roster cuts, and I have to maintain a specific number of friends. And right. uh, as I get older, it shrinks. I'll be 25 in two months. So we're getting older, and we're not getting any more open. <laughs> no. We're no. closing the circle. Yeah. Also, the older you get and the adults that you knew growing up, they're just as childish. Um 
they sometimes show that they weren't always as what you thought smart and intelligent and yeah guiding as you thought they were uh that's another did. fascinating thing to me like say well teachers for example like in high school you think that they're you know a, adult enough to teach kids and then you realize that they're just as wild and crazy outside of they're just the a class. regular person with a job yeah Yes. Like, I have a job, and other people have jobs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should have learned that when our elementary school guidance counselor got a DWI. <laughs> our music teacher. Or our music teacher got arrested for uh, mingling with young 16, girls. 16, 70-year-olds. They're just, uh, they're going to be some weird people with, just, <laughs> with a job. It happens to be a school. <laughs> where, they're, where, they're in, where their job is to guide children. Into the world. Yeah. Grade by grade. <laughs> You're supposed to get a little more harder as you go up. Yeah. <laughs> and it just doesn't seem like that's the case. Cole, can you grab me a water bottle, please? Thanks. So, you want to get into the, uh, well, let's just, let's just talk about the hotline. Yeah, for some reason, Teddy uh, <laughs> took this challenge. Uh, I said we uh, didn't have a hotline yet, and he said, uh, well, that's going to change in a matter of days. <laughs> <laughs> because then he took matters into his own hands and made a hotline. 540-358-1583. You can call the show at any time. I know you guys don't know when we record, but leave us a message. Ask for advice. Tell a story. Give talk us advice. shit. I mean, please. <laughs> yeah. And and I have one. Um, there's one condition. You have to be intoxicated. <laughs> yeah. You have to be intoxicated. Uh, because when we decided on unhelpful advice, I always thought because Theo Vaughn show this past weekend has a hotline. And they call in or whatever. And I always thought that was pretty cool. It was pretty, like, old school. Like, old school radio or whatever. Yeah, I used to... I grew up listening to Love Line. Yeah. And people call in for relationship advice. And <laughs> Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood. Yeah. They'd use it pretty entertaining, some of the calls they would get. Yeah. But, uh... I think, uh... Having a hotline for this show would be pretty amazing. It would be... A, one of the best segments. Well, it would be good if people call in. So, <laughs> so call in. Yes. Call can, in. Email. Hit the email at unhelpfuladvicepodcast yeah, at gmail.com. It can be anything. Anything you want. We'll play it on the show. If you want to keep it anonymous, make sure you tell us. And the phone number is going to be used for all three podcasts. I just want to make that clear. So at the beginning of the voicemail... Make sure to say this is a advice hotline, and if it's say for cryptic cryptic hotline, and if it's for raw dogs, a raw dogs hotline. But for this, make sure to say advice hotline, and then say whatever you want. Say whatever you want. I do not give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hit him with that number again? Five four zero three five eight. 1583. Alright. 
So yeah. it, this this can only work if people call. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't work in the next few weeks, I'm going to start calling with different voices <laughs> and pretend to be other people. <laughs> yes. I'm going to call in with like the the scream voice. What's your favorite scary movie? Andrew's going to bring out Andrew and Yeah, Andrew's going to make Andrew's some calls. Gonna call. Andrew, my progressive but aggressive Side character is going to make some calls. He does not like some of the things Teddy has been saying on this show. Oh, God. And he is going to point that out. I wonder what. On the hotline. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. Please call. Yeah. <clears throat> so Give us some content, people. Yes. If you want to be on the show. If you're dying this to. This is literally a free pass to be on the show. Yeah. <laughs> this show. Is gonna blow up. <laughs> so if you want to be on the show, then call in. I, I want to hear your your best drunk story. I want to hear advice. If you're going through a problem, um, I'm obviously an expert in giving people advice. So. If you're if you're being a cuck, uh, let me tell you how not to be a cuck. I guess. Yeah, if you're going through anything, just call and tell us. I'll we'll walk you through things. Um. If you want to tell us how to make this show better, please, I'm open to suggestions, please. Oh, yeah. Please. Uh, so, yeah, that's what it's for. Drunk stories. I prefer you be drunk or high when you call in. Uh, it might July the... 1st. <laughs> Damn, that is in like a week. Yeah. That is in like a week. It's next week. <laughs> it's next week. I'm going to be in Florida, so. Oof. You have to start the party without me. I will. <laughs> Cole? Yeah. Pop some smoke. Pop smoke. <laughs> Alright. That's the hotline. Yeah. It only works if you call. So please. So call. call. Yeah. <laughs> Leave your message after the tone. Yeah. Beep. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that was. Uh... <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Alright. So. We both agreed that we should talk about this topic. What is it? It's Britney, bitch. Right? <laughs> Britney Spears, closet Virginia Tech fan. Is she? Yeah. Oh. If she had a photo, pull that photo, photo up. Virginia. Oh, yeah. Britney Spears, Virginia Tech. She is a uh, low-key Virginia Tech fan. Everybody knows who Britney Spears is. When was her time of dominance? In early 2000s, like 2000? Late to 90s, early 2000s. She was even ro- rocking in the 90s there. Dang, she wears a lot of Virginia Tech clothes. Yeah. See, a hoodie that looks like you have the same exact hoodie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, uh, You know what that means, right? <laughs> she's been to the Beaver Dam? She's been to, she's been to the Beaver Dam. <laughs> um... Her and Jerry O'Connell, Closet Virginia Tech fans. Oh. <laughs> I love Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> <laughs> Kangaroo Jack. Yeah. <laughs> but Brittany has had a, uh, just a dark. Tragic. Tragic. And last, what, 15 so years? Um, it's 2021. It might be longer than that, maybe. Her breakdown or so was in 2008. Yep. Or it's about a 15-year stretch of just... Noticing it. Yeah. 
I have no information in front of me. I'm going to talk about Britney Spears with no information. So. <laughs> do you want to start off, or do you want me to go? Go! So, I guess they're in trial for the, uh, the, uh, com- uh, conservatorship, uh, thing with her, with, with her father. father, and... This title of the article says, Britney Spears tells judge, I want my life back. <clears throat> After, well, let me read it. Well, this all kind of came up when, like, early spring mm-hmm. with the free Britney. Yeah. And the doc. Um, I don't know what the doc, what channel the doc came on. I haven't seen the doc. Uh, I'm not sure. But it exposed... Britney's father controlling her life. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, free Britney! Yeah. Not um, only that, but the documentary was like throwing shade at other celebrities connected to her. <laughs> what were those celebrities doing? Like Justin Timberlake was talking about how she, how they had sex together on the radio show and they were joking about it, this and that. Mm-hmm. But... Just other stuff. I didn't okay. watch the documentary. But anyway. <clears throat> I should have probably watched the documentary. <laughs> well, I think there's another one coming out, too. I watch too much pro wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Steve, how about you watch a doc every now and then? <laughs> you want me to go? Go. So, Shoot. The article says, after 13 years of near silence in the conservatorship that controls her life and money, mm-hmm. Britney Spears passionately told a judge Wednesday that she wants to end the abusive case that has made her feel demoralized and enslaved. Speaking in open court for the first time in the case, Spears condemned her father and others who control the conservatorship, which she said has compelled her to use birth control and take other medications against her will and yeah. prevented her from getting married or having another child. I saw where her therapist made her take lithium. What is that? I've heard of it. Uh, I don't know, but she said it made her feel fucking terrible mm-hmm. all the time. Um, she had like a UTR as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's insane how... Her father controlled almost all of her wealth. Yeah. Think about how big she got. Yeah. It's Britney. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> this is, it's kind of an insane story. And her father is doing an insane job in the media of acting like he has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um... Could, so, not only that, I didn't. I mean, I said UTI for whatever it is. I mean, IUD. Yeah, when you said control. UTI, I was like, oh, okay. She uh, <laughs> she had a bladder infection. Yeah. She didn't have birth control. She had a bladder infection. <laughs> oh, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brittany had a bladder infection once during his whole time. Yeah. Very sad times. Yeah. Sorry, I said <laughs> she had that. to drink a lot of cranberry juice. <laughs> I love cranberry juice, by the way. <laughs> So, IUD. Yeah. The con- this conservatorship is doing me way more harm than good, the 39-year-old Spear said. I deserve Damn. to have a life. She's 39 now. Wow. 
Yeah. Think about that for a second. I don't... She, I kind of forgot about Brittany through all these years. I'm not mm. going to lie. And this is probably why I forgot about her. Yeah. This kind of thing yeah. going on. She's been 27 years old to me for the last 15 years. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Britney Spears has been 27 for 15 years now. So, so if she was 27 15 years ago, she got to be 42. And what is she, 39? So close enough. Yeah. But yeah, she's been 27 ever since she uh, shaved her head. Well, I, don't, I can't remember if we talked about... Uh, the weird Britney stuff on Instagram on an older episode where there's a theory where she was making like help me signals. Yeah, like on Instagram. Oh, like leaving like a paper trail behind. Yeah. Even though she's on social media and can say flat out whatever she she wants, she was making like little cryptic messages. <laughs> but it was there were weird Instagram videos too. Just her randomly dancing in her house. Very hardcore dancing. It was just her. Wow. And, I don't know, it was very strange to watch. And her, like, under a tree, looking up the whole time. Like the, I the, didn't see these videos. The so. shots were, like, her looking up. It was like somebody was, like, making her say all this stuff. It oh, my weird. God. Yeah, it was weird. Brittany got some marketing skills there. <laughs> it was weird. Putting theories into people's heads. <clears throat> but... She's, so what's going on with it now? She spoke, Is she going to win? <sighs> Good question. She spoke fast and sprinkled profanity into the written speech that lasted more than 20 minutes. As her parents, fans, journalists listed in an audio live stream, many of the details Spears revealed have been carefully guarded by the court for years. Hmm. I almost listened to that when I was in the shower this morning. It was 23 minutes long. Yeah. But I decided to listen to the same music I listen to all the time. <laughs> like most human beings do. Um, instead of listening to that. So I wonder what was in that. Spears told Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Brenda Penny that, I want to end this conservatorship without being evalu- evaluated. Penny thanked the pop star for her courageous words but made no rulings. A long legal process is likely before any decision is made on determining the conservatorship. So the conservatorship, did it start because of the breakdown she had? I think she's always had it, even as a kid. That's why I'm saying I think it. it's only shown publicly through like a 15-year period, but it's been ever since she's so been famous. So it's where she was super young, mm-hmm. making ungodly amounts of money at a young age. Not knowing how how to be financially sound with that money, her father's like, "Hey, but, let me help you through this," yeah. and has just never given her the reins. Took an advantage to of the it. sleigh. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just never gotten it. She's never gotten the keys to the car. He's always been the driver. Yeah, even though she's got all the talent and has done all this work. Yeah. God damn it! This this been going on ever since she was married to Kayfed. <laughs> So he, she had a conservatorship while she was married to K-Fed. So she couldn't handle her own money, but she could handle a marriage and children. This quote says, All I want is to own my money and for this to end and for my boyfriend to be able to drive me in his explicitive car. Probably fucking car. That's crazy. 
So she can't drive anywhere? <laughs> that sounds like it. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Huh? God. God, I remember her and K-Fed. That was a wild little couple there. I remember when K-Fed beat John Cena on Raw. Yeah. It all goes back to wrestling. <laughs> no, he beat John Cena <laughs> in 2007. But uh, even he's like, even he's showing support. Mm-hmm. And K-Fed is like a uh, Kroger version of Fred Durst. <laughs> they kind of look similar. All right. I don't know what I don't know what Kevin Federline does as a profession. I just knew he was married to Brittany. But he's actually showing her a lot of uh, support right now in the in the tabloid media. Kevin Federline? Kevin Federline. Uh, well, Google says he's an American rapper. Almost Fred Durst. Fred Durst, I would argue, is an American whiner <laughs> with the way he sings. <laughs> Kevin, sometimes referred as K-Fed. It's K-Fed, yeah. Is an American rapper, DJ, actor, television personality, professional wrestling personality, and fashion model. That's a lot of caps he wears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where's K-Fed now? Works as a DJ in Atlantic City. In Atlantic City? Mm-hmm. A ghost town? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where K-Fed goes after his uh, divorce with Britney Spears. He goes straight to Atlantic City where everyone has left. <laughs> he goes to a ghost town. <laughs> That's where he belongs, though, honestly. Yeah. He wasn't actually... Uh, he wasn't the nicest guy back in the day. Is that right? Yeah, but he's showing a lot of love to Brittany right now. Who needs it? She needs it. Yeah. Well, she says this is abusive, and she wants her life back. Yeah, it's abusive. It's also, like, 15 years too late. Uh, she should have got all this back years ago. Yeah. Just think, guys. Think. Someone who doesn't get what we're saying right now. Imagine your child young person has a job and makes their own money but their parents are in control of it yeah even when until you're 40 until you're 40 yeah that'd be like me living in this house and making all my money and my parents saying hey here's your allowance until i'm 40 years old Mm -hmm. that's just not cool she also said uh a lot more like you said, she went on to say that she was forced to take lithium, which made her feel drunk after rehearsals, broke down for a Vegas residency in 2019, which she subsequently canceled. She said all she had done was disagree with one part of the show's choreography. I'm not here to be anyone's slave. I can say no to a dance move. Not only did my family not do a goddamn thing, my dad was all for it. So if she just says no to one dance move and they're like, hey, no, you got to do this. God, her life is just... She's a puppet. She is. She. she it's like that sync music video where they're puppets. I've never seen it. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know a song NSYNC has ever sung. No. <laughs> That's just one thing I didn't get into is the Backstreet Boys are NSYNC. Boy bands. I didn't get into that. Oh, okay. uh, I'm glad. I but yeah, she's... <laughs> Her dad's a ventriloquist, and she's the puppet. Yeah. Her dad's Jeff Dunham. <laughs> but he's not funny. But he's not funny. He's mean. Yeah. He's mean. And he takes her money. Mm-hmm. So this has got to end. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brittany, we're out here. We're for you. Yeah. Free Brittany. Free, uh, no. 
free Britney. Yeah. Like, that's for real. Yeah. Even Ted Cruz said free Britney, and I think Ted Cruz an asshole. <laughs> I can't stand that man, but I agree with him on that. Right, free right. Free Britney. Everybody's on Team Britney. Yeah. We want her back. Did you ever like Britney Spears' music? Yeah. It was fine, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm What's trying to f- compare her to somebody now. I'm going to look up her greatest hits. Hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah. What's that other song? I like her later work, too. Uh, yeah. Toxic. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Um, Ooh, there's a song called I'm a Slave for You. Uh, that's an older song, yeah. Oh, my God. That must be about her father. Jesus. That's an old song. Yeah. Because I doubt she could pull off that title now. No. Yeah. Um. Brittany had some really good music pre-breakdown. Kind of just stopped for a while. And then after the breakdown, about five years later, she's putting out some good stuff. Brittany's back. I want her back. I want her. I just want her healthy. I want her brain healthy. Yeah. Because uh, no one deserves to be owned like that. No. She's like an indentured servant. The saddest thing is if she loses this, and she's still a slave. She's basically an indentured servant. Yeah. God. How can the court not see that? Money. Like I said a few uh, weeks ago on this show, I don't know anything about law. Yeah. I don't know what goes into all this. Um, money. <clears throat> probably money. I don't know anything about a conservatorship either. Yeah. I've never heard of that situation until this one. I could understand if they were a child, but she's 40 years old. Yeah. She's not a child anymore. I don't see how that works. I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. Uh, get your money back. Free Britney. Uh, lock her dad up. Yeah. Lock him up. Because that, that should be a crime. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's abuse of uh, power there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has uh, uh, abused it for many years now. When she was old enough to make her own decisions with her money, she should have got her money. Yep. That was... <laughs> it's been about 20 years. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. God. It's a, yeah. Free Britney. Yeah. All right. So what do you got? <laughs> that was what I had. I said when I said same, I said <laughs> I got the Britney. <laughs> Did you see where that guy uh, killed himself? Oh yeah, that's the insane. other thing I wanted to look talk that up. About. Look up up right now. Apparently, John McAfee, 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 McAfee. Um. Apparently, he had sent out warnings uh, weeks ago that if he killed himself, if 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 he killed himself, he was suicided. He does he did not want to kill himself. Mm. And it turns out he killed himself. So the the conspiracy uh, theorists are, you know, salivating right now, they, digging into this. They're yeah. digging into it. Look up what's his name, John McAfee's Instagram. I have it up. Newsweek. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there was a post he made. John McAfee's Q Instagram post sparks yes, death man switch conspiracy. 
a cryptic image posted on John McAfee's Instagram moments after he was reported dead sparked speculation from QAnon conspiracy theorists that the antivirus software entrepreneur had activated a so-called dead man switch to expose the government. I've never heard of that term before. I've never either. Um, he said he was seventy-five. Yeah, he was really old. He was uh, <clears throat> he was in trouble. Uh, he was in Spain, Barcelona. Yeah, for he couldn't come about. He could not be in this country. If he goes in this country, he's he's being locked up for years. Mm-hmm. Um, tax evasion, I think, is the the crime he committed, and that's okay. why he was in in prison. Was he in prison in Barcelona? He was found dead in Barcelona prison cell. Okay, he was in prison. Yeah, because uh, he knew they were coming for him. Mm-hmm. Um, the Q on his Instagram is really weird. <laughs> right. It's uh, His account is no longer available. Yeah, I'm trying to... To even look at <clears throat> the... Let me read. Less than an hour after McAvee's apparent suicide was reported, his Instagram account posted a large Q with no caption or explanation. The Q appears to be a reference to the radical QAnon movement, which McAvee joked and tweeted about a number of times over the past few years. <clears throat> the, post al- the post, along with other photos of McAvee's Instagram account, had since been deleted. It also said uh, the post of the Q went up after he had already died. Ooh. So. And you can't time Instagram f- posts either, by the way. Oh, I don't know that. No. Um, so it looks like his account was hacked. As well as the speculation that McAfee may not have been, not may have not have killed himself, similar to the claims which surrounded the death of extremely well-connected billionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein in August 2019. A number of QAnon supporters suggest that the hidden in the Q Instagram post was a cryptographic key embedded. Um, yeah, Q- QAnon, what little knowledge I have of them, were after this guy for years, um... Well, not years. I don't know how long it's been a thing. Probably a year or two. But Mm -hmm. McAfee used to, like, taunt QAnon and say, like, I know who Q is. Oh, okay. I know the leader. So, uh... Oh, did you hear about the tattoo? Yeah, I saw the tattoo going around, but I didn't really look into it. What is that? In 2019, he got a tattoo that said, Schwacked. What is that? Schwacked. That means he got schwacked. Oh, it means he was okay. anticipating getting killed and okay. suicided. Okay. Like it made made it look like he committed suicide. What the hell? In 2019, he got a tattoo on his right arm that said "schwacked" because he was anticipating getting killed. That was a year before. This was in 2019. Wow. He was anticipating getting murdered by someone and. Framed as suicide. I don't know if he hung himself or what. I, uh, looking. Uh, here's a quote. I've collected files on corruption and governments. For the first time, I'm naming names and specifics. I'll begin with the corrupt CIA agent and two officials coming today if I'm arrested or disappeared. 31 plus terabytes of incriminating data will be released to the press, McAfee tweeted in June 9th. 
in, on June 9th, 2019. Eleven days later, he added, the instant I disappear, the information is released. Those names would be crazy to kill me or collect me. They are simply praying I live forever. If it's released, revenge takes over and I'm dead. So he's pretty much saying stuff's going to come out since he's dead. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Because what he, antivirus software, so that was pretty legit stuff that he created. I'm not sure. <clears throat> I don't know much about this man. Yeah. I just know a lot of people don't like him. Yeah. Um, Q people don't like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the U.S. government does not like him. So, I doubt there's any massive fallout. I just felt I just felt that it was weird the the sh- the, the schwacked tattoo and yeah. uh, the Instagram post that went up after he had uh, died. Right. Here's another thing. However, as noted by QAnon John, real name John Sable, who recently organized the major QAnon conference in Dallas, Texas, the code is actually metadata that Facebook, which owns Instagram, uses on all photos. It's an internal copywriting tool used to track photo usage, Sable wrote. Also, John McAfee did not commit suicide. (laughs) Regarding John McAfee, he was in jail. He has a dead man switch. He died. His dead man switch was not yet activated. We will know soon if he is really dead or managed to escape from prison under the uh, the word suicide. Hmm. A bunch of old rich men are going. Uh, Bernie Madoff died in jail. Mm-hmm. John McAfee died in jail. Jeff Bezos is going to space next month. Is he going to die in space? I don't know. That'd be kind of risky. That is. Very risky. Yeah. Him and his brother. Bald brother. They look the same. <laughs> I haven't seen his brother, I don't think. They're going to space together. Jeffrey Epstein died in prison. Yeah! <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein died. See, see, see what I'm saying? A yeah. lot of rich men. And the Bezos comparison's not really no, 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 a thing because he's not—he's uh, not in jail or a criminal. No, he's just rich and going to space. He's doing something dangerous. Yeah. They look like twins, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bezos is going to space. Um, I'm not sure if his investors agree with him going to space. Probably not. I mean, my God. <laughs> you, you would think Elon would go to space before Jeff Bezos. Well, Bezos beat him to space. Mm-hmm. Like the Russians beat the United States to space. We just beat them to the moon. Right. Uh, but they beat us to the s- space. Yeah. Um, so this is what's going on. A little power struggle here between the two uh, richest men in the world. They ought to fight in a boxing fight. <laughs> Celebrity. Yeah. The billionaire fight. Battle of the billionaires, Battle I mean. Billionaires. We already had that once with Vince McMahon and Donald Trump, but they didn't fight one another. I want them to fight each other. <laughs> and the loser 
or the winner gets the loser's money. <laughs> right. The loser has to be broke. I wonder <laughs> if uh, Trump said anything about John McAfee. Uh, probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Um, sending his owl to... Yes, yeah, says sending his raven out. Yeah. John McAfee was a loser. <laughs> God. Had poor ratings. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. You remember that motherfucker? motherfucker. <laughs> you remember that motherfucker, Donald Trump? That son of a bitch was our president. Uh, yeah. <laughs> poor ratings. Low energy, Jeb Bush. Uh, sleepy Joe. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. Fake um, news. I told you if he wasn't a politician and ran the country, we'd probably think he's funny, but he's. <laughs> really, the only thing that good. Well, I don't say that, but. The good thing that came out of him was the term fake news because that is a real thing. Actually, fake news came from Hillary Clinton. Oh, that is Donald right. He Trump just, ran just took it and it. ran with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the term fake news came from Hillary Clinton. But I don't want to thank Hillary Clinton, which I don't really want to thank Trump either. Hillary Clinton has been responsible for many things. Um, Pizza gay. Uh, um, just kidding. Yeah, that's that's cap. But. She she also called black people super predators. God. When, they, when she wrote, the, uh, when she helped uh, wrote the uh, write the crime bill with Joe Biden in the early nineties, oh she my. referred to uh, black neighborhoods as housing super predators. Oh my God! So, so she has said some foul shit. She was also not a proponent of gay marriage until like twenty thirteen, and she's a Democrat. <laughs> yeah. She has to Hillary's get, got. They just gotta go go with the flow. She's got to get their so, name out there. She's got so much baggage. Yeah. And they decided it was a great idea to put her up against the whatever you want to say the electric factory going from <laughs> God Almighty. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, electric. Oh, they thought that was a good idea. Yeah, Hillary Clinton did say that when they wrote the crime bill, which locks up to this day causes more incarcer- incarcerations for the black community mm. than their white counterparts. Hmm. Yeah, and the three strike, uh, what is it, a three strike offense where if you get drug charges of any kind, three drug drug charges, you're in jail for life. God. Yeah. Yeah, you can get busted for pot three times. You're in jail for life, Teddy. Jesus. Teddy, you're in jail for life. For pot, which is about to be legal. Yeah. In Virginia. And some people who murder people only get 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. There's some famous, uh, I don't know if it was a rapper or actor, got arrested in Texas for having pot. I don't know. Well, all the pot... In, in Texas is at Joe Rogan's new compound. Yeah, he's just not saying <laughs> oh. anything. <laughs> Those cigars are filled with pot, let's just be yeah. honest. <laughs> well, that's all I have. Sorry that the beginning of this episode was very dark and bleak, but, you know. I just thought I would share because it was wild. It was uh, a bizarre situation. That happened. Mm-hmm. And... The X-Files going to call you up now. Hit me up. Hit up the hotline. Hit up the Twitter at UnhelpfulPod. <laughs> we post when we do new episodes. Also on Instagram at 
Unhelpful Advice Podcast. Facebook group, get in the group. We're building a group slowly but surely. Unhelpful Advice Podcast. We're also on YouTube. We're trying to get that going in a few weeks. We're trying to get that back up and running. Unhelpful Advice. Just just so everybody knows, we got a new camera. We got a new camera. It's coming back shortly. 4K! Just be patient. We'll be back on the tube. Um, unhelpful advice podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You feel free to send whatever in the email. <laughs> you know, everybody talks about the emails. What's in Fauci's emails? What's in Hillary's emails? What's in the unhelpful, What's in the unhelpful advice's emails? What are they hiding? <laughs> it's just like a Starbucks order receipt. Like, what's in the fucking emails? Remember, remember when the, the, all this happens? It's what's in the emails. No one says what's in them. They just send the emails. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbasses. Call the hotline. 540-358-1583. Like we said earlier. If anything. Drunk submissions only. If anything, what he just said, and yes, he finally made cue cards. <laughs> I finally made a cue card to remember everything to plug. <laughs> yes. I finally made a cue card to have in front of my face. <laughs> if anything. To know every handle. Out of all those things he just said. Do the hotline. Yeah. For God's sake, it would be great. Yeah, for God's sakes, please call the hotline. <laughs> yes. I want to be get I want to get caught off guard. Plug that number one more time. The area code 540-358-1583. Call the hotline. Yeah. I don't care what you talk about, just call it. Do we have any advice? <sighs> You know, I talked about roster cuts earlier. Mm-hmm. It's okay to cut down your friend group <laughs> to benefit your own mental health. Right, right. And hashtag free Britney. That's what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. Support Britney. Yeah. Here's some advice. Tweet hashtag free Britney. <laughs> We'll do that on the Unhelpful Pod. Yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. So follow it. Yeah. And uh, that's all I got. That's Teddy, all. Teddy, is, is that all you got? That's all I have. Well, let's send her on home. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And we're out. Bye.